Good morning. Uh, welcome to Washington Live, powered by KCTC. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, joined in the studio by our producer, Dick Steffens. Our publisher is Matt Bryant. Uh, today, we are, go we are joined by the Director of Community Engagement, Altima Dia, from the Domestic Violence Intervention Program. Welcome. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, so today is uh, the last month of, or the last day of September, and um, we're headed into October tomorrow, and that's the National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, so we thought it was perfect time to have Alta in with us yeah. and kind of learn more about um, you know what she does and how she serves the community and so yeah yeah you want to tell us a little bit about your role absolutely so the domestic violence intervention program or for the you know our, we're finally called DVIP just to make it a whole lot shorter yes. and easier to get through. Um, we serve eight counties throughout southeastern Iowa. We serve women, children, and men. Uh, we offer everything from a 24-hour hotline that's available to folks in immediate need or for those of us that are like, how do I help my neighbor? How do I help my friend? How do I talk about this? Yeah. Um, what should I be asking and how do I support? So we have that, um, an emergency shelter. We actually have a pet shelter within our emergency shelter so folks can bring their furriest, smallest family members along with them as they seek safety. We also do mobile advocacy, resource gathering, and problem solving. So lots of different ways that we assist folks throughout southeastern Iowa. Yeah, wow. And in Washington specifically. Okay. And uh, a little bit, you know, you were telling me a little bit before the show about... Um, uh, the numbers that you serve in Washington County, yeah. which was kind of, you know, surprising, surprising to me at least. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in the last fiscal year, uh, we have served 75 individuals in Washington, the city specifically, 108 in Washington County, um, which is about a 48% increase over last year where we served 29 individuals in Washington um, city and then 48 in the county. So um, Washington is no different than a lot of our other rural communities that we serve. We've seen anywhere from a doubling to a tripling of, of need um, and services provided to individuals. So so do you think that the, the violence is actually increasing, the domestic violence is actually increasing, or do you think it's, it's kind of an awareness around who to contact um, to get right. to get services, um, we're still sorting out a lot of those details and yeah. a lot of the statistics um, that that have come in over the past. You know, we our fiscal year ends on June thirtieth, so still processing some of those numbers. What we know is that domestic violence has increased since the start of COVID nineteen pandemic. Mm -hmm. In May of twenty twenty, we had a twenty eight percent increase in hotline calls in that month alone compared to the previous May. So we, we know um, worldwide that the trend of domestic violence is increasing dramatically as different stressors are put on families, as people are forced to, to isolate different types of control. But in, in addition to that, the lethality has really gone up for a lot of folks. So waiting longer to reach out for help, which is why we're here today, letting people know that our services are available, they're free, they're confidential, all folks have to do is call our hotline to get connected with an advocate local to them. Okay. Um, and I know Nick was going to post the number, but do you yeah, rattle it off? I can. It's 800-373-1043, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, 
you know, despite weather and <laughs> holidays and everything, we are available um, and have different systems in place so that people can always reach us. Okay. Um, that's very good. Thanks for thanks for sharing that. Uh, I know one of the things also that you mentioned were the kind of the different kinds of domestic violence. I think that, you know, often people think of like, you know, physical abuse, but do you want to kind of share right. what those different kinds yeah, are? And absolutely. Um, many folks sort of, we always picture, you know, sort of the, the, the battered woman or, or that physical abuse bruises, um, which are absolutely horrific and real. Um, but there's also economic and financial abuse. 97% of victim survivors report economic or financial abuse, meaning that they are put on a very strict allowance, that they are not able to purchase medication for the themselves, for their children, for pets. Um, those dollars are used to control and manipulate the victim uh, from seeking help, from from accessing things that they might need specifically, um, and, and keeping them in a space that isn't safe. There's also emotional uh, abuse, which I think in, in the past you know, 10, 15 years has gotten a little bit more press and a little bit more awareness. Gaslighting is a term that's often used um, in sort of manipulating and controlling someone by changing or rewriting history in a way. Um, what really happened or not remembering or you're crazy, those types of statements. So a lot of the victims we serve report that, you know, the bruises heal, but it's that emotional abuse that really sticks with them 10, 15 years after they've left their abuser. And that is real. Um, there are lots of different signs and lots of different ways that our advocates can help folks process those, those different types of abuse and seek resources and problem solve around them to get to safety. Wow. All right. Um, and what, um, I guess, what kinds of people contact you? It's not just the person who's being abused. What if somebody, you know, notices it for somebody else? Like, how do... Yeah. How do, so how, how do we support our neighbors? Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's, I would say, so we do, you know, during the summer, we do about 110 different public tabling events throughout our service region, which is a lot of folks that we, we talk to. We go to about six different county fairs and, and have a lot of conversations. <clears throat> During that time, how do I help a friend? Our sort of handout is that's the number one handout that goes out because that's really, you know, you see your neighbor, you you have a feeling you know what's going on, but you don't know for sure and you don't want to offend anybody. And then how do we, how do we do that? Right. And the answer is incredibly simple as it is complicated, um, consistently being there, mm -hmm. uh, saying, you know, I caught this lady talking on Friday morning about DVIP. I don't know. Maybe we should check it out. Look at this website. Um, look at some of these red flags that they have on here, right? So there's there's that way of sort of opening that door, but then consistently being there, consistently saying, how are you? I see you. I'm here. Mm -hmm. um, and, and knowing that it takes approximately seven times for a victim to leave their abuser. So that friendship and that neighborliness is... It's consistency that's key, right? And coming to that space without judgment. Um, a victim survivor is the expert on their life. They have kept themselves alive 100% of the time up until now. So how, how can we just walk alongside them and, and give them that hotline number? Yeah. So that they can at least create a safety plan. Yeah, really good advice. And like you said, that makes so much sense. But yeah, I mean, when you hear it, it's... 
it's real. So, um, so what else do you want to tell us about, you know, the domestic uh, violence intervention program and the awareness around the month? Is there anything specific you want to yeah, Share so we've highlight. got um, lots of stuff. Tomorrow morning, bright and early, I will be getting up and heading to Kennick Stadium. We are kicking off Domestic Violence Awareness Month there. So folks that are heading to the game, stop by Stand 16 at the North End Zone. Uh, we get 100% of the tips and 10% of the concession sales. Awesome. So lots of fun. Um, we, My team, the community engagement team, we like to joke that we save lives and have fun. And that's a perfect example of it. Uh, we are raising dollars that go directly to victims survivors while also enjoying some Hawkeye football. So yeah. not a bad way to spend a Saturday. No joke. Um, in addition to that, we also have some other direct things. So we have a shop for safety event happening in Mount Pleasant and in Burlington, Iowa, um, area grocery stores where folks can purchase top needed items, drop them off with a volunteer or staff member as they leave the store on October 26th from 4 to 7 p.m. And you'll have people at those stores in yeah. those locations? Okay. Yep. So in Mount Pleasant and Burlington. Okay. Um, and then on October 15th, we have our shop for shelter event in Iowa City that is at all area high V's and fairways. And all of the goods that come into that last about nine to 10 months out of the year for victim survivors. So when you consider we've provided over 17,900 nights of safety um, throughout our service region, that is a lot of people to get those basic goods. So deodorant, diapers, shampoo, conditioner, right? When you are fleeing a dangerous situation, you're not like, oh, I should grab my deodorant on my way out the door, right? So yeah. so it's all of those things. If we can provide both that space for a safe night of sleep and those basic needs being met, individuals are able then to focus on the larger issues that they have to face. Yeah, wow, that's great um, that you guys offer those things and provide that outreach. Um, do you have... What are there other needs that you have or like can people donate or or is it mainly just around those events? Yeah, we have um, we are facing anywhere from a two to a 22 percent cut in our funding. Um, so the state federal funding that we receive is very up and down. Um, and one of the ways that we are appealing to folks is just saying, you know, sustainable giving, monthly giving really helps solidify our foundation um, for as little as a $35 a month monthly donation. We're able to provide a night of safety for someone in our emergency shelter. $75 provides a night of safety at a hotel. So for our rural communities, a lot of times a hotel is a better option than driving to um, Iowa City to our emergency shelter. But lots of ways that folks can get involved there. And that's on our website. Okay. Um, it's dvipiowa.org backslash donate. And there's a perfect little purple button that folks can push and make a one-time donation for the month. They can make a donation that's sustainable and on you know ongoing for the monthly donations. And then for our folks here in Washington, you can designate those dollars to go to Washington, okay. to your folks here, and so that those dollars are staying and serving victim survivors here. And that is really, really important. Having that direct support for each of those communities that we serve, coming from the community, both sends a message to victims that they're not alone, yeah. and also helps us keep our mobile advocates out there meeting folks at grocery stores or the library, wherever they feel safest. Yeah, great. Well, um, that's awesome that you guys have that that option to support, you know, the community you're in, because I know sometimes 
when people donate to things, they're like, where is my money going to? Or, you know, who are we reaching? So that's awesome to have that information. I'm sure Nick will include that link in the Yep, in so the, the link in the, in the hotline should be in the chat. Perfect. So, Thank you. Thank you. So let's see here. What else, what else should we cover about? See, um, well, I mean, I don't know how many punk fans there are out there. Um, <laughs> we, um, especially on a Friday morning, but um, we are a group of folks, uh, musicians in um, Iowa City area. So Dave Zolo is one of them amongst many others okay. are per- performing as various different punk rock bands on October 22nd oh, as cool. a fundraiser for DVIP. Um, it is, tickets are available online, uh, so dvipiowa.org backslash events and there's a link to all of the different events we have for Domestic Violence Awareness Month but on October 22nd we are doing a it's Punk Rock to Support DVIP fundraiser and it should be a really entertaining time yeah no kidding where's Uh, that at that will be at the James Theater in Iowa City Um, so newer theater there in the Old Riverside Theater location are you singing on the drums I am not I'll be your your (laughs) awesome NC for the night um (laughs) We will uh, have a couple different volunteers and folks sharing just, you know, what those dollars go to briefly while we we rock out. So it should be a good time. There's, you know, lots of different. um, There's a special guest from London, which I even though I've been in the planning, I have no idea who that guest is, which is very exciting. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Awesome. All right. October 22nd, you said? Yeah. All right. Mark your calendars. Sounds, sounds interesting. I know, right? It was, uh, (laughs) especially right before Halloween, just. It should be, yeah, pretty. We were supposed to have the event back in June and, um, one of the bands ended up with COVID and so we had to reschedule and it happened to be that the only date for the entire rest of 2022 was during uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month that we could get all the bands together. So yeah, very exciting. Sounds like it was maybe meant to be. Uh, yes. So. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. All right. Well, I think those are kind of most of the questions that I had. Um, I think we covered everything. So Yes, if you have any other last thoughts. Yeah, or- I would say if y'all wanted to head over to your public library here in Washington starting next week, we will have a display up. Um, we have some recommended reading if you want to learn more about domestic violence and the stories that of victim survivors. We also will have an interactive display so folks can actually scan a QR code and listen to some narratives be read by different um sort of leaders within communities that we serve. Um, They are real stories uh, portrayed by actors, but um, obviously confidentiality and safety are super important, which is why we have actors telling those stories. But we'll have a whole display up for the entire month, so definitely stop by. Our theme this year is inspiring safety within our community. So we also will have comment cards for folks to just write how you inspire safety within Washington and we will be sharing those on our social media page as well so great yeah um and is there anything like people can I know you mentioned like events and different things going on in the month of October but there's is there anything you know people can do from their homes or their couches or something to, you know, support or create awareness around the Domestic Violence Awareness Month? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sharing, just sharing, right, in any capacity, that it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month, sharing the events that we have going on. The more light that we shine, right, uh, domestic violence is a secret, often hidden um, crime that is committed. And... um, 
perpetrators have power by us not talking about it. So the more that we are talking about it, the more that we're shining light into those spaces, the more we can move the needle to ending domestic violence altogether. So sharing, talking, and really just naming that, that it's here. Um, Washington is no different than any other community across the world. And how, how we talk about that and support victims is vital. Well, thanks for being here. I know I I learned a lot about you know domestic violence and um, that it's real in our community. And so, thanks for bringing light to that and sharing it and and ways people can can help out or pitch in or or just become aware that that it's real and it's happening. So, um, so yeah, thanks for visiting us yeah, today. All thanks time. for having me. Enjoyed speaking with you. Excellent. Thanks so much. All right. I think we'll head to commercial. Yeah, I think we're going to head to commercial. Thanks for for coming on. And then we'll kind of get into the usual flow of things with the police support and, and all that good stuff. So all right. stay tuned. Stay tuned. At Ace, we're eager to assist you with all your shopping needs. Whether that be finally painting that room, getting ready for the next hunting season, or upgrading your bathroom. Whatever it may be, we'll make sure you get what you need. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. When you aspire to be a dancer, you are both an artist and an athlete. Your strength combines with beauty and grace seamlessly. Your efforts result in enhanced coordination, the ability to cooperate and compromise with others, and the confidence to perform in front of an audience. Not to mention the fun you will have and the lifelong friendships you will develop. We are enrolling now for fall classes and we would love to see you shine like the star that you are. Join us for Dance and Tumbling at Stairway to the Stars. Please visit our website for online registration. Hey, Vina. <laughs> hey, Vina. <laughs> hey, Vina. Did you hear the uh, Did you hear the rumor about butter? No. Well, I'm not gonna spread it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich. And I was just uh, here with Alta from the Domestic Violence um, Intervention Group and um, learned more about kind of domestic violence in our community and around um, Iowa. So um, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So um, if you missed that part, you might want to kind of learn more about that. It was... Um, it was interesting to learn more about that. Definitely not a, an exciting topic, but 
but important nonetheless. So yeah, very, very important. Now we get a. Now we're back into the to the normal the normal programming. I bet our or I can see the people that pop up when they're watching, and okay. I bet they're very confused of how come we haven't done the police report yet. And What's going on? <laughs> yes. Uh, so right now the weather in downtown Washington is 56 degrees and sunny. Started off pretty chilly this morning, but I think it's gonna get gonna get warmer. Yeah, I don't have like good like formal warm clothes and I really need to shop because I come in freezing every day. Uh, go, do you like shopping? <laughs> I don't like spending money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I can just that. get clothes. Oh, I guess that's shoplifting, but like I, if I can get clothes. <laughs> yeah, then spending. you would be in the police report. Yes. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> um, so for local events, uh, today is Oktoberfest golf tournament going on out at the Washington Golf and Country Club. Beautiful weather to be playing golf. I no offense, Nick, but I, I kind of wish I was there playing golf right now. I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then tonight, the Washington Demons head to uh, Solon to play the Spartans uh, football at 7 p.m., I believe, or 7.30. Um, and then just a reminder, every Wednesday at Lebowski's, uh, they do a bags tournament. So um, call there for more information. Then, of course, every Thursday in Central Park, uh, Farmer's Market's still going on, so... That's awesome. Uh, today for the police report, a total of 72 calls. Uh, looks like 13 for traffic, uh, eight for warrant arrests, six animal complaints, five for theft, four welfare checks, four fraud, uh, four harassment calls, three fire calls, three vandalism, uh, three suspicious activities, and I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a pretty busy day for for Washington. It really was. Uh, so, all right, and uh, some of the <clears throat> highlights Nick pulled out. Uh, someone reported a vulgar message was left on his phone and stated they had his wife. He requested an officer. One hundred and eight spoke with the caller and his wife. She is fine. Uh, he was advised to block the other number. So. I don't mean to laugh, but that would just be a, a quite a interesting conversation to have on on the phone of, of thinking that your wife's kidnapped for a good solid I don't know thirty minutes maybe I don't know how long it lasted but uh, the things people will do when drunk yes I think it didn't say the person yeah the caller the, was it did say the caller was not the, not the caller that called it in the person that was trying to hold a person I don't know what hostage? their goal was I don't know either <laughs> what their goal was wow that's all I have to say for that one is, wow. Uh, Caller reports someone did something to the bumper of their car. 102 responded, and 102 advised it looked like the caller had backed into something. No vandalism. Maybe I'm going to use that one next time. Like, it just happened. I don't know. Not sure what happened. <laughs> yeah. Hit and run. Uh, caller requesting an officer to check out a vehicle parked at Subway with a foot sticking out of the trunk. 107 responded, this was a Halloween prop. No prop. <laughs> Probably. You know, that happened to me one time I was at the mall in Coralville and I walked out and I like my heart sank because I saw one of these like foot hanging out of the trunk. And as a like prop. It's, so it's like a common thing. Like, oh, yeah, like I've seen this on, before. Like, and then I was like, then I showed my kids and like, I wish, you know, for a second that it was just that deer in headlights look and yeah. then and then it's like oh that's pretty funny <laughs> i mean yeah it's funny for me just getting to read it in the police report but i guess in the moment i probably would have freaked out <laughs> <laughs> well i hadn't read that one yet so i was kind of like what <laughs> so maybe when you go shopping this weekend for some fall clothes maybe you can look for a, a, a foot go to a spare halloween and I, don't know. I think there's one in Iowa City. Yeah, and like everything closes down, they just throw a spear hole. I kind of want one now, but <laughs> not if not if I'm, the police is going to get called on called my me. behalf. Yeah, might not be as cool. All right, and the last one: uh, caller reports a gas drive off of five dollars. 
If you're gonna if you're gonna fill up your gas tank and drive off, I mean, that's I feel what, like you should put in more more than a gallon. No, yeah. like that's what I was thinking. Maybe it was just a quick thing, and you know, well, and maybe they forgot. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. I actually have been. I've never actually truly forgotten, but there's been moments where I like almost like I got in my car. I'm like, oh yeah, I have to go my my bed. dad's like notorious for he's done it. My grandparents lived in Arkansas. I think he did it twice on trips down to there. I think he's just done it on like an average day. And they just like have to call him and be like, you forgot. Like, I didn't even know that you could fill up at a gas station anymore without either prepaying yeah, or swiping I guess, your credit card. I didn't even think about that. How did that, how did they even do it? It was in Kelowna, so. Maybe, maybe they have like a different, maybe, I don't know, Kelowna gas stations very well. Yep, I don't know either. So, all right. Um, should we head into commercial? I think head to a commercial break, and then we're going to attempt to play the birthday game. I haven't looked at any of the celebrity birthdays, and we're just going to use Siri to see if we can make it work. I don't know if, if it you, is. If you win, I, I'm going to believe that you sandbagged this. Probably. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. holds more than financial value, it holds emotional value. Whether your farm has been in your family for generations or it's an investment, we recognize the importance of your relationship with your land. At Hertz Farm Management, we have been serving landowners in Iowa for over 75 years. At Hertz, we bring a personal and knowledgeable approach to helping customers manage, buy, sell, or appraise farms. We invite you to visit our Washington office and partner with someone you can trust. All right, welcome back. I'm your guest host, uh, Diana Rich, and we're going to be playing the birthday game. But first, Nick, what's today's national day? Today's national, well, there's there's two. It's International Podcast Day, which this is kind of a podcast. I feel like when it started, it wasn't one, but then people just kind of bestowed the title of podcast. Yeah, what makes us. what makes a podcast a podcast? I really don't know. I think it's we're sitting in front of mics and talking, so it's a podcast. Okay, I think I'm going to uh, look up the definition later. And then Hot Mold Cider, which we were talking, what makes a 
Yeah. What, what's I a do. hot mold? I like, I love a hot cider. Don't same. know what makes it mold. Yeah, same. Uh, M-U-L-L-D. I know what makes it mold. M-O-L-D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like a good hot cider also. I'm going to a, a pumpkin patch with my girlfriend this weekend. And oh, get some fun. hot cider. And I'm very, I've been excited all week for it. Awesome. Cool. That sounds like fun. But now it's time for, for the birthday game. Yes. Um, I just, if you Google the date and you can test me on this, if you just Google today's date, in the corner it pops up like famous birthdays i can't see their ages okay and then i went to google images and typed in the celebrity so i never saw like the wikipedia page like debrief of how old and all that stuff I, you, ha I, you have my trust nick but this could break it okay <laughs> so you promise that i did not cheat on this all right well this is for a, a very important yes. trophy so yes i can finally get my because i played when everyone was gone and it was just me and i did like a best of episode i played okay didn't get a single one right so i'm trying to redeem <laughs> okay. myself on this one uh first up we have ezra miller uh this is their mug shots because they've lately been getting in quite a bit of legal trouble okay uh during a vacation in hawaii uh, assaulted a few individuals and has a big movie he plays the flash now okay. and they don't know what to do with the movie because he keeps getting arrested and that's not the best press to have right so how interesting old? <laughs> do not know who this person is i'm gonna go 27. 27. i honestly i feel like he's older than he looks well he's in perks of being a wallflower which is like a movie that it was a book that came out when i was in like middle school so oh. I'm, to, I'm gonna go 32. okay and this is how we're gonna use the power of artificial intelligence to decide this okay how old is ezra miller He's 30. 30. I was okay. hoping uh, Siri would chime in. So did we both get a point on that one? Right, yeah, I think so. I think we both got a point on that one. Uh, next up, we have Brie Larson. Where is she? There she is. Brie Larson. Uh, won an Oscar for a movie that I never saw. Um, <laughs> I forget, I think it's like The Room or something. Not The Room, that's that crappy movie. Uh, I don't know who she is. Captain Marvel in the Marvel movies. I think she was in the new King Kong movies. All right, you go first this time so I can ride your coattails. I'm gonna go 32 again. I know that I did that the last time, but. 34. 34? I feel like you're gonna be right on this one. Okay. How old is Brie Larson? 32, I'm right on. Oh, wow, look at you. That's a good point. So we're going in. Uh, I wish Siri would talk out loud. I feel like that would be more, more entertaining. It's okay. We're going to try this time. Next up, we have uh, former president Jimmy Carter. I'm pretty sure he's still alive. He didn't pass away, right? Uh, I'm not the person to ask. I, I think he is still alive. <laughs> I really hope so. It, he popped up. Siri. <laughs> <laughs> so how old do you think former president Jimmy Carter is? I believe he's the oldest ever living ex-president. Uh, dang. 92. <laughs> That's... Can I, I can use the same one as you, right? Sure. I'm going to go 90. I'm going to go 92 as well. How old is Jimmy Carter? Please don't be dead. Please don't be dead. <laughs> He's 97. Oh, wow. Neither of us were, were right on that one. Dang. Um, so that's zero. Zero uh, points. Another person I am 95% is still alive is uh, Julie Andrews, right? Mary Poppins, old Mary Poppins. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. All right, let's go 87. 87. Okay, what do I want to do? I don't. Seventy-seven. The whole ten <laughs> years lower. How old is Julie Andrews? 
86. Yeah. That, All right. I think you tied it up on I that I think you one. still won, though. Uh, we have one more. We have one more celebrity. Okay. So, but I think, are we still, are we tied? I'm not sure. I'll have to do the math after this. Where is Sting? Sting, the the rock star. Maybe this is the, the guy from London that's coming into the, the special event. Maybe it's Sting. <laughs> Spoiler alert. All right, let's go. 69. I'm going to go. I feel like I should have gone higher. Yeah, I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go 72. Um, how old is Sting? He's 70. Oh, okay, uh, so we both got a point. Right? What'd you, you said 69. 69. So we each got a point on that one. Okay, now I have to do that. I have to do the math. Hold on. So we each got a point. I got four points. I know that. I feel like you have more because one, you got two. one right on. I guess then that would be the tiebreaker anyway. So I, I, I won. I redeemed myself from the, from the last one and Congra- I've broken your trust. Congra- no, I feel like you played it off pretty good if, if you knew what their ages were. So congratulations, Nick. Thank you. I needed the, I needed the win. I needed the win. <laughs> All right. Any other business we need to take care of today? Uh, I, think that's, I just turned the, <laughs> the live on my phone. Um, I think that's think that we're good. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us today on Washington Live. Uh, please like, follow, and share. Uh, share suggestions in the chat or email always uh, just to let us know what you think or if you have ideas for guests. That's washialive at gmail.com. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, and we'll see you soon.